0: Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of Chamber Chat, the business solutions podcast designed to help your company thrive. I'm your host, Charles Stannis. With over half of all employed Americans transitioning to working remotely last month, working from home has become a necessity for most people. It can feel like heaven for the first few days, but sooner or later, you can start to feel the pressure due to the lack of rhythm, distractions and focus. Our special guest today is Dr. Leonard A. Lotto founder and medical director of Lotto Healing Institute. In this episode, we'll listen to Dr. Lotto on how to manage stress while working remotely and things you can do to return to normal during these challenging times. Dr. Lotto, why don't you introduce yourself and tell the audience a little bit about your background and your practice.
1: So basically, my name is Dr. Leonard Lotto. I'm a board-certified psychiatrist practicing in Florida. I've been here in Florida since 2002. I've been pretty fortunate to see the growth and changes here in Southwest Florida. Um, Bonita Springs in particular, I like because it's much more flexible to practice. My specialty originally was general psychiatry. And also, uh, I used to practice, I still practice geriatric, uh, psychiatry. It was interesting how I got involved in these specialties because by default, uh, the epidemics of substance abuse started to grow when I left my residency in Houston, Texas in 1993. I trained at the University of Texas, uh, Uh, Texas Mental Health Science Center, before I was a a surgery resident at Baylor College of Medicine under the training of Dr. DeBakey. Prior to that, I trained as a pharmacist. So I have various degrees and I've done many things. And it kind of gives you a good advantage to take care of people uh, that are very sick. In fact, most of my patient population uh, are ones that are very hard to treat and they come from all around the state. And now with this pandemic, there's an increased need uh, as a result of what's going on and people are being asked to change their lifestyle. New stressors are coming out that were never been seen before, uh, losses or fear. And uh, there is something here called danger and fear, the two different issues that we can discuss later, which is part of what's happening. It's an opportunity and privilege to uh, be on your podcast.
0: (laughs) Awesome. Well, we're really glad to have you. I know we talked a little bit about it beforehand, so why don't you just go ahead and jump right in and get started talking about some of the things that people can do to reduce their stress while working from home.
1: So, if you were never where with your family before, while you were working, this is all over. I mean, you ever hear people working all the time and never got to see their families? Well, you know what? You got your wish. However, this has created a whole new stress. You know? uh, the reality is that we have been asked to change a routine. You know, humans are creatures of habit. We live on habit and routines, lots of routines. And when we get rid of this routine, our world incredibly changes. You know, uh, for most people, the routine has been, uh, you wake up in the morning, and if you have the luxury to go to the gym or exercise, and then you come home, you take a shower, and you go to work, or the other way around. You begin work, and then at the end of the day, you do exercise and work. Lunch has always been at very fast food places, and if you're lucky enough, now with Uber Eats, you get it at work. This has totally changed. You have been asked now to be, to do the same thing, but in a different environment. Just the fact that we're going through this fear of the unknown, you know, humanity, all of humanity, are experiencing the same thing. It's called the gray zone. The gray zone is something, but we don't know what's black or white. Humans do not tolerate the gray zone. We don't know uh, because it tells us the unknown. And this is where you now have to depend on all your skills that you were taught, either through your family, religious values, or everything that you have learned, you're kind of summoning up. You have to sum it up to see how this is going to work. So the question is, now that we have this new reality, how do we adapt? The stress is incredible. Not only do you have unknown fears of economy, you have unknown fears of, um, of what's going to happen in the future, health, uh, health issues. The truth is, if you wanted to move into working from home, well, this is the moment. You've been given this opportunity. Many people wanted this at the beginning. And now that you have it by force, it seems that not many people like it. Because they don't see the, uh, they see this, this is now combined with new fears. So, you know, so I, I think to myself, how can we make this from a difficult situation a better one? Well, you know, the most important thing is that to recreate that environment at home, you have to have structure. And you have to have a structure where you have your own place of work and your own place uh, where you seem to be able to cre- recreate your work. So the first thing that you have to do. If you are a person that used to exercise in the morning and you are a person who uh, used to uh, have a routine of exercise, go with the routine. continue that routine. Go ahead and jog, go ahead. Now you don't have a gym. it's okay. Most of the gyms are closed. You can recreate what you did at the gym. You know people think that you need weights and you need fancy things to uh, uh, to get strong. Not true for those who are my age and my age was a long time ago. Exercise at the gym was jumping jacks, push-ups, abdominals. You can do a lot of things without weights. Trust me, the key to your body, and I always say, well, how do you know you're strong? Well, if you can pull yourself up 20 times in a row bar, you're strong, and you don't need weights to do that. So you're going to have to reinvent your workout again. So once you do that, right, once you recreate your workout, you recreate your routine, you got to find a place in your house, and you have to put something on the door that says, please do not enter. Papa or mama is working, you know? So the kids have to respect that privacy and your partner has to respect that privacy. Because if it doesn't work out that way, you lose your interest. You have to stay focused. You have to say to yourself, well, listen, I have. I have these tasks to complete. I have these things to do. So in order to do that, you got to have your own privacy and it has to be respected. Uh, So, that's one thing you have to do is recreate the same environment that you do at work. And you yourself have to think that you're not at home, you're now in a work environment. There, you just created structure. So, what do you do for lunch? Well, the luxury of this is that now you're home, you have the luxury to have lunch with your family. I mean, something you always wanted. Things that you always wanted to do is to reconnect with your children, with your significant others, with your family. Whether you like it or not, this is the new reality. You know, for every bad event that happens in nature, something good always comes out. There is an energy that tends to counterbalance anything that's bad. I think that this kind of what's happening to us right now. You have to look at the bright side. You're reevaluating your humanity. you're reevaluating your strength. you're reevaluating your family values you're reconnecting with things that you were not aware of before. You were mostly caught up on an iPad, even though you still do it, but now you're at home. What an opportunity to know your children, your loved ones, your significant others all over again. So going back to lunch, an opportunity to have a good lunch is to spend with your family. Now you don't have to spend money in the streets, whatever food you have at home, hopefully you have somebody who knows how to cook. If not, they're going to learn how to cook. These are things that are going to be happening in our lives. Many people are growing gardens and taking care of flowers. They're beginning to value the simple things of our humanity. So people are looking at this whole situation, and this is my opportunity to talk about danger and fear. You know, danger is there. There is a real danger out there in the world. There is this invisible particle that can potentially cause you harm. That's danger. Fear is a choice. Fear is a state of mind. It's a thought that you create that doesn't exist yet, but it's causing anxiety. You have danger and you have fear. Danger is when you're in front of the street and a black bear is coming at you. You only have one choice, is to run. But fear, you have to be careful. And people with obsessive personalities have a tendency to get more anxious because their structure has been lost. Many successful people have routines and that's how they made them successful. And their routine is gone and now it's replaced by fear. And you become easily obsessed by those fears. And this is where anxiety begins. And this is where you have to be careful because now there's a lot of people in media and YouTube who are exploiting your fears. You know. I can't help it but a few days ago somebody passed me a video of somebody going by hospitals and they were empty so the new conspiracy theory is this is all made up I hate to disappoint you just call somebody in New York City that you know people are dying you know so it's a real thing so those videos all they do is create more confusion and also lie to you because I'm okay I'm not going out with any protection so you have to be careful what you're watching And now another way to reduce the stress, now let's go back to your work and we'll get back to this issue of danger and fear. But now that you're at work, you gotta get rid of these thoughts. Lunchtime is over, you go back to work, and you're gonna continue to work to finish your task. Once your task is over, you open up your door again, and basically you have just created an office in your home. You just created something that mimics But with the other luxury is, hey, you're not spending any gas. This gasoline, even though the gas prices are dropping, you're staying at home. I mean, another opportunity to spend time with your family, connect with them, do something different. What can you do in your house? Hey, when I was growing up, I have to tell you, I was born in a country called Cuba. We didn't have many toys. I mean, I came from a country that was very little things and we were influenced by communism. I have to tell you, my toys were sticks and rocks. I I dare anybody to play with a stick and we have so many toys at home now, you know? So the simplest thing that you have right now, it's an opportunity to value what you have. I think knowing this information should give you some kind of peace of mind and hope. Many people are beginning to think about food, is it going to disappear? I don't know about that. Every time I go to the store, it's pretty jacked up. I mean, it's not one of those movies and stop watching those movies called Contagion and Pandemic. I mean, come on, guys. You know, there was a point where the pandemic was so big that I think Netflix was overwhelmed. They took it down. Stop watching things. That's Hollywood. Yeah, they got very close. You get you take an intelligent doctor to create a scenario, right? And they're gonna recreate. So get rid of those images this will pass humanity has been through wars humanity has been through pandemics we made it through the pandemic of uh, uh, 1918 we made it through a pandemic in the 1800s the bubonic plague humanity has resiliency do not underestimate yourself and you know i have a channel called mind hijacked do not hijack your brain into believing that this is the end of the world you know this is the most antisocial virus I've ever seen. Call it antisocial. I'll tell you why. Hell, you can't make friends. You can't touch. I mean, you can't even go to church anymore. You know, it's changing a life. The virus is an organism that will fail. I mean, we humans have an incredible capacity to adapt. You know, we tend to estimate, I don't care what religious beliefs is. I know there are many atheists out there, but we humans are incredibly And intelligently designed to survive. We are our best when things are our worst. Think that way. We have an incredible humanity to survive this. Have you noticed that throughout this pandemic there's no longer talks of politics too much. Here and there you get it once in a while. We don't talk about religion because the whole world is being impacted. This is the kind of thinking I want people to implement in their lives you know a lot of this conversation i do in my channel and it gives people hope and motivation uh, so they can move on you are what you think you are what you see you are what you eat we create our happiness or we create our hell maybe that's a good way let me tell you something look into med- look into meditation Meditation is a very powerful thing that really calms you down. It's very easy to do. You don't have to be Maharashi Mahesh Yogi. You don't have to go to yoga school. Just take a look. It's easy to do. All you need is a nice sound, which I can discuss in my next YouTube channel, how to meditate. In fact, I'm gonna talk to my producer how to teach people how to meditate. It's such a powerful thing that's scientifically proven that it actually uh, elevates alpha waves. When you meditate for 20 minutes the right way, your body physiology scientifically changes. This is why you see all this stuff out there about meditation. Meditation can come in many ways. You don't have to have a religion to do this. I mean, you can meditate on religious figures, you know? Uh, Meditation has no religious background. It has no uh, things that goes against any religion. It is a focused state of mind that you put yourself in. And one of the things I can advise people to do is to learn how to do meditation. On one of my programs in the future, I'm gonna invite somebody that knows how to meditate to teach people how to do this. I hope that this is very helpful. And I think the other thing you need to take back for this whole experience to improve on yourself, this is an opportunity to improve your diet. This is an opportunity to do exercise. You no longer have any excuse anymore not to exercise, right? You can now go and exercise and rebuild your body. The virus attacks people who are very sick. And I hope I didn't take much of your time in terms of explaining, but I hope this has been very helpful and helping people and giving them hope and motivation. I don't think I gave my uh, my uh, the producer uh, much time to talk, so I do apologize, but this is a very passionate t- theme for me that I'm trying to help people overcome.
0: <laughs> well, thank you so much, Dr. Lotto, for all your advice, and hopefully our listeners tuning in can take some of the information that you talked about and implement it in their daily lives. If you want more information on Dr. Lotto and his practice, you can visit LottoHealingPeople.com or check out his Mind Hijack channel on YouTube. Thanks so much for tuning in to this episode of Chamber Chat. Make sure to check out BenitaSpringsChamber.com podcast to find more episodes like this and many more. You can also find us on YouTube, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and all major podcast platforms. Don't forget to subscribe.